Did you guys know they make ball dildos? What do you mean? I mean just just like no. like dildos with balls on no. them? No, 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 no. CJ, those no, are no. I knew that. Th- those are truck nuts. No, no, no. Okay. All right, no, no, no. You're, you're all right, using hang on. Sorry. All right, De- quick, quick, quick. You know, detour. How are you off the bird in this fucking cuckoo bird? Um, uh, cuckoo birds also fans of truck nuts. Gotcha. So no, listen. So it's like a thing, and it's like. It looks like a, this is like, exactly what I tell people not to listen. It to looks, like, <laughs> it looks like a dick, right? But then, is it a dick? At the at the <laughs> at the, the non head end, this is going to lead into some sort of it's got horrible threat on another it's, <laughs> organization. It's got it's got a uh, it's got like two holes, right? Like cut out. Okay, Wait, hold on. What are we talking it's, about it's like now? Elastic. Are we still talking about the nuts? A ball dildo. Okay. And so what you do, it's got, so, all right, so imagine like a cylinder, one side you've got like a penis head, and okay. then on the other side you've got... Two circles. No, t- yeah, two cutouts, yes, right? Sure, and it's course. hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can stretch it, and you can wedge one ball through one of the circles, and the other ball so through the for other like, circle. Like... So if you've ever wanted to fuck somebody with your balls, like... I'm so confused. Oh, I have to Google this. <laughs> I'm a visual person. You know? <laughs> I don't um, think I want, You know, after anyways, preparing for this episode, this. I don't think I want to Google cuckoo, that. Cuckoo birds have very little eggs. Ball dildo. And they... <laughs> <laughs> they will lay them in other birds' nests. And they're... Like, other bird species that lay eggs similar to the cuckoo birds' eggs. And... The world's first sex toy that lets you penetrate your partner with your balls. <laughs> Let the ball sex revolution begin. Have your first ballgasm. Oh, God. Is this Aren't the, they always ballgasms? This is from the, the website. Good question. Baldo. I was, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that that's, okay, that, that is have, biased They, have, they literally uh, have a diagram right explaining how to put it on. But why? There we go. This is like the ultimate like teabag situation, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. It just sounds like a good way to get testicular torsion. What the fucking <laughs> shit? Why? I mean, at least also, it's a cartoon. Also, why why <laughs> does it look like your balls are wearing a teabag? That's pretty much what it is, right? The ball day. Well, that's I I was not prepared for that. Look out, Jeff Bezos. That's why. <laughs> here I go. Amazon. I, I can't wait for the Amazon basic version of that. Wow, there's so many different types of dildos that come on top of exercise balls. Anyways. That, that's one way to spice up your work environment. <laughs> I guess. For real. I gotta get a new chair for work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so cuckoo birds lay their eggs and they'll have other birds like um, not inculcate, what's it called when like the... They raise them? Well, they sit on them yeah. and keep them warm. Yeah. Incubate. Incubate. Incubate, yeah. Inculcate? Is, that, In, is, that, is that a word? Yeah, I think so. Inculcate. 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 I'm thinking of, uh, Inculcate. what's her name? Inculcate. Uh, yep. What the fuck Instill is that? by persistent instruction. Okay. I don't know these big words. What did Jimmy say on that podcast? Is it Anka Engelke? Is that what I'm thinking of? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, mellifluous. And then what else? The word for leisurely but isn't leisurely? Lasciviousness? I don't remember. <laughs> lascivious. What does lascivious mean? Isn't 
Lascivious sounds bad, like a negative thing, right? Lascivious. I feel like it's like rumors can be lascivious. Okay. Let me see. I'm thinking of a different word. I'm just bad at Feeling it. or revealing an overt and often offensive sexual desire. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What, when did Jimmy say he did, that? He did it. I take it back. I'm sorry. Anka Engelke. Yep, that's the one. What are you for. talking about? Uh, a German comedian. <laughs> 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 this episode is... A mess. It's about going to be out snuff films too. So like know, we're going to take a hard kind of like sub- yeah, we're like just putting, putting it, off. it off. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, you might be wondering why I have <laughs> over there. Jesus, <laughs> shut the fuck up! I got a hundred just like it. Brush that out back. <laughs> we're gonna do a lesson for Alex. That was in no way. That was. There's no way that could be construed as a threat. We're we're not even going to touch that one. We're just going to move on. I feel like talking about how it's not a threat makes it more threatening. Yeah. Yeah. So cut that part. <laughs> Don't oh, see what I'm saying. Sure. Don't cut the There's part. There's going to be a lot of. That intro to the next episode is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Thank you. Thank you. You got to keep that up. That's the bar now. I set a high bar. Yeah, we yeah, really did. My production value is going up marginally, and that's not a good thing. Mm-mm. Somebody should pay you something. Yeah. Maybe maybe one of these sweet listeners out here. Yeah. We should start an OnlyFans, but it's just like videos you get in the podcast. <laughs> to kill you're a little off putting too so uh what is this uh, show about (laughs) what do we what do we do here yeah oh yeah we talk about video games well it's a thing where we get sidetracked for about an hour make me listen to the entire hour (laughs) take about five minutes out of that and then uh, contemplate suicide for about three after (laughs) welcome back to my welcome to mind games (laughs) the podcast your favorite podcast about all kinds of fun things you can do with fertilizer. You don't remember this? Song? Oh, Diana Reeves! Come on, <laughs> fuck off. She's great. Is she the one with the weird voice? Yeah, she has. Hey, everybody! <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Diana> <laughs> Welcome back to Mind Games Podcast. Um, well, let's introduce yeah. ourselves. You, you want to do one more? I, I think one, one more coherent, Welcome. non-threatening. Welcome. Non-Diane Ream involved. <laughs> well, welcome to Mind Games, your favorite podcast recorded in a carport in West Central Florida in which the hosts constantly regret not paying more attention in school and not applying bug spray before recording the podcast. I am your co-host, CJ. I am your co-host, Alex, and also your producer that is forced to listen to this shit Tortured. for hours and hours. Tortured. We are doing MK-style projects. Some yep. would say it's a, a privilege. I would. I'm, these episodes would sound much different if I were behind the... That's the, for sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> we would have been canceled a long time yes. ago. <laughs> and I'm Cade. 
And um, today we are talking about... The released Against All Odds Manhunt. Manhunt. Um, Not really. It was 2000... 2003. Yeah, so... The Lawless Wasteland wasteland. (laughs) (laughs) of the early 2000s. Was that from one of the videos? No. That's just how I always refer to the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were a Lawless Wasteland. The era of G4 and Spike TV. Yeah, the early aughts were a nightmare. So, yeah, today we're talking about Manhunt, developed by Rockstar North in 2003. The... Only snuff film simulator ever made. I'm just thinking about, released. can you imagine like a real video game outlet like listening to our podcast and then writing like a scathing article about it? That'd be like the best I thing would be so for honored. us ever. Yeah. If we could get Kotaku just to shit down our necks. Li- like, one of our listeners sent Jason Schreier an episode of our podcast so that we could write an op-ed on how horrible we are for what whoever he works for. So we are going to, from this point forward try to be sensitive about some of the stuff we're talking about and again as with the martyrs episode probably won't get as dark as martyrs but i mean this stuff is pretty gruesome so we're gonna um you know <clears throat> fair warning before you open up this can of worms um yep. it's gonna it's gonna be a dark one folks um so let's uh Let's talk about our, our experiences playing this game. Uh, we'll start with Cade. What'd you think? Um, I didn't play that much of it. I watched most of it. Um, it's very dated. Uh, it took me a while to figure out that you can control the camera with another stick and not let it do it by itself. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a really simple video game is what I would say. Yeah, There's for not sure. a lot to it, um, but what there is to it is very brutal uh, and intense, and unlike anything that I've played before. And it has Brian Cox the whole time, so that's cool. It's true. Which, like, it can't be a coincidence to Manhunt, Manhunter, right? And Brian Cox being in both. Yeah, I, somebody was saying on one of those videos yeah. that it seemed like they almost were, maybe they were, it like was an homage to him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which fair enough if you hire that cool. guy. I think that's before. I meant to like look up and see if he had said anything about it or like if there's any th- like interviews with him yeah. surrounding it because I would be curious to know. Yeah. I'm still thinking about the BBC guy, <laughs> the documentarian. Yes. Wait, who's that? He's he, like a current. Yeah, he's like a physicist of some sort or an astronomer of some sort. He's like a like, science like journalist yeah. guy. He's like, not yeah. uh, not annoying like that. He's a scientist slash journalist <laughs> who works for BBC. Well, you, I mean, I don't live I don't in absolutes like all like everyone here. <laughs> I think it get, doesn't get much more annoying. Keep in mind, CJ, only the Siths talk in absolutes. That's true. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, man. I do just want to stress the Last Jedi is a total mess. Man, Watch. and Obi Wan is gonna suck so bad. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, we'll have you and McGregor, but. Anyway, I, I would like to see that, but just like heroin train spotting, oh, yeah, yeah. you and McGregor yeah. doing no, Obi Wan. Yeah, like he like can't deal with the trauma after having to. That's like a big fan theory. So he's just like a wacko that he's gonna like, like drug addict. To, what are the the death sticks or whatever? Yeah, he's gonna like 
He's going to have to go through recovery. He's going to join a 12-step program. Uncle Owen does refer to him as a crazy old wizard, which I feel like almost might be like a term for a crazy hermit drug addict in Star Wars. He's going to relapse. There's going to be lots of like... I mean, they have have Star Wars slaves, so I don't know why they wouldn't have (laughs) Star Wars drug addicts. Well, they definitely do. There's like a a drug trade. You want to buy some death sticks. Ripped directly from Dune. Wow. Is it really? Yeah, the spice. Good job, George Lucas. Alex, what were your thoughts on Manhunt? My thoughts on Manhunt were, God, I'm bad at video games. This video, this video game specifically hard. is hard. It's okay, I it's don't hard. know how to use the fucking camera. I still couldn't figure out how to turn off like the inverted. It doesn't looking. completely fix it, but it makes it so it's more controllable. I I was just using R2 and L2 um, to, uh, like strafe strafe around corners and use that as like my my turning the camera left and right and it was very uh yeah uh, everybody janky. i watched on youtube said to play it on a pc because it's not horrible fix the camera i think i probably liked it more than you guys in terms of or at least had and i didn't wouldn't say that i liked it but i didn't have such a shitty time playing it like i was able to get the hang of the controls to a degree. I mean, it never got to be good. But like, it was I, like, I just couldn't use the stealth features at all. Like, I was just, like, running around fucking stabbing people in the face because, like, I just, it wasn't... I feel like, two people have, like, a lot of nostalgia for old Rockstar games. And besides, like, Red Dead Redemption, which I didn't play until, like, last year, I don't really... I mean, I all my friends, and I mean, I would do the cheat codes on Grand Theft Auto right. at friends' house. friends, yeah. But, like, I never played any of that stuff. R1, R2, L1, R2. <laughs> left on, right up, left on, right up. Sure. I, I've never... Which one was that? Was that for San Andreas or was that for three? I have no idea. R1, R2, R2. It's amazing. Left down, right up, left down, down, left. I think the first Rockstar game I played was Grand Theft Auto 4. Outside of just like... And I remember, I feel like, when you played it. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. Um, There's one more, but I don't think you guys care. Yeah, I don't. R1, R2, R2. Left down, right up, left down, down, down. But yeah, no. um, I, I was able to get a hang of the controls... It <laughs> makes you feel like shit to play it. Um, I remember at book fairs, they would have the cheat code books that you could buy at the book fair. And <laughs> they had the Grand Theft Auto cheat codes in that, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, but I don't awesome. think that they had the one for the whatever the sex scene was in San oh, Andreas. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Yeah. yeah. That would have been great. That would have been. Scholastic really got me into reading. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know that. I used to always buy the Guinness Book of World Records books because I was a loser. I, I bought the books that were like 501 movies you have to see before you die. Yeah. I'll never, I was probably in like third grade and I was like looking through one of those books and there was like one of the movies was Alien and there was a photo of like the chestburster scene, like mid chestburst. And I remember being like, have to see that. That, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Did not know that that was something you could put on film. Yeah, did we go backwards on this one? What do you mean? Did we go backwards? We didn't summarize the game, and now we're talking about it. I think like. we start by saying how. We yeah, feel I mean, about it, there's there's not much to summarize. Yeah, so the game is, and I'm not joking. It's it's a snuff film simulator, and the premise is that you are a death row inmate named James Earl Cash. Yep. Yep. Nice. And um, good recall. Thanks. <laughs> and um, you are, you, are strapped to a gurney and injected with what you think is going to be. Uh, the, the cocktail that kills you and turns out it's a strong sedative and you wake up in It's just like, Michael Jackson drugs. <laughs> you wake up in... Um, Are you implying that Michael Jackson is still alive? Yes. He's also doing snuff films now. That'd be a crazy conspiracy theory. 
I'm sure it's um there's a couple. Yeah. He's a smooth criminal. <sighs> he was with all his kids. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> I don't just cut it all of it. Yep. <laughs> We have a hard no talking about Michael Jackson on the podcast rule. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm imposing it now. Um, but so, anyways, summary of the game: James Earl Cash is a is convicted felon who's on death row. Uh, it appears that you are put to death. You're given the lethal injection, but it turns out it's instead of the poison cocktail, it is a uh, uh, strong sedative, and you wake up in a room. Where in which a man called the director, played by Brian Cox, co- tells you that he has basically bought your life, and that you have to sneak through this dilapidated ass Rust Belt city called Cedar City, right? I think so. Yep. I think it's Cedar City, um, and you have to kill all of these people that are out and about these gang members so that you can earn back your freedom. Specifically for a snuff film that he's yeah directing. right he, no, yeah I mean yes he is called the director because he directs <laughs> snuff films. And there's cameras everywhere and yeah there's cameras and so the aesthetic of the game is very like grindhouse shitty mm-hmm. VHS yeah. right like there's there's the tears sometimes that come up. Um, it's called tracking. Um, you've got you know like weird camera angles right and uh like certain like close-ups to enemies in cutscenes that are just reminiscent of a snuff film or a grindhouse feature or whatever so the gameplay is you sneaking through these different you know environments and finding weapons on the ground and using them to slaughter these gang members that you find right it's it's a stealth game and the core mechanic, really, like, the only mechanic in the game that's not, like, movement or punching is that if you sneak up behind an enemy, there is a reticle that, like, appears around their head, right? Right. And your body position changes. If you hold the attack button or the action button or whatever, or sorry, if you press it, you'll execute the enemy, right? But you can also hold the button and the reticle will change from white to then orange and then from orange to red and each level white to orange to red is an increasingly gruesome execution yes right at the end of each level the game scores your performance on how many people you executed versus how many you killed in hand-to-hand combat and how gruesome the executions were and you get more points for performing these gruesome executions so that's the one like quote-unquote incentive and i'm using that like i think we should talk about like the way in which that's an incentive but then also the director will give you feedback in real time on your kills right so if you are if you find yourself in a hand-to-hand combat situation and you're not performing a lot of executions he'll kind of harass you right and he'll be like you know like oh you're a piece of shit you gotta amp it up if you want to make it out of here make it through the night or whatever and if you're doing good kills, good quote unquote, right? Like he will. Yeah, the more brutal it is, the more he'll praise you. Yeah, and there's even it even implies that like at certain points that he's like masturbating to mm-hmm. like like you know he'll. See, I was gonna make a joke about him just like beating off, but no, that the game already. I mean, that. it's not even like a joke. Like he just kind of says yeah, it, it explicitly at one point. says like, yeah. yeah. 
did you have like subtitles on? It was just like masturbation noises. <laughs> and that's basically the game. The plot is that you have to escape the city, and eventually the director betrays you, right? And tries to have you killed, and then well, you do like the first run, which is like a tutorial, the first game. Yeah, and then he tells that's you that's a tutorial. Well, yeah, he tells you you're Jesus doing good. Christ. And then you immediately get swarmed by like whatever private military people that are working with the director. Right. They come and like knock you out, mm-hmm. and then take you to the next area with the next gang, <clears throat> and then that from then on is like. He tells you that he, you're going to keep doing it over and over again. And then they do the whole thing they with the family. Right. The second or third level, he tells you that the gang you're killing at that moment has your right. family all tied up. So you go release all of them. And then the level after that, which is takes place in a mall, he has you go through the mall and kill everybody and find a videotape. And of your family being killed anyways. Turns out the snuff film director, not a trustworthy guy. <laughs> um, but the the game eventually does give you a little bit of an incentive outside of just the praise, right? It's to avenge your family or whatever. And eventually you, yeah. you, 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 turn, you set your sights on the director. Right. You mentioned the gang. So each level has a different gang. And Whole lot of gang shit. After the, <laughs> after the first level... That gang, they're they're unaware that they are in a snuff film. Right. But afterwards, the gang members know that they're in a snuff film. They are trying to kill you. They're looking for you, yeah. Right. And each gang is centered around a different heinous crime. So there's a white nationalist gang. Yes, there's there's a pedophile. pedophile gang. There's a serial killer gang yeah well there's the whole level that takes place in asylum where all the inmates have escaped so i don't know if that is specific or not but there's definitely a skinhead gang and a pedophile pedophile gang gang. i don't know about the rest and then um way to call bill gates man (laughs) um and then um yeah so eventually at the end of the game you fight your way through these gangs and then corrupt cops in the city and then private military contractors that are working for the director, and then you fight this iconic boss whose name is Pigsy, who's the prior you. Like he was the star of snuff films, and he killed a bunch of people. And then he went so crazy they had to like chain, chain him, him up, up and, and then I... he escapes, <laughs> yep. and he tries to kill you. You kill him, and then you kill the director mm-hmm. um, with Pigsy's chainsaw. Yeah, um, it's pretty short. It's pretty simple. Yeah, it's for, not I mean, a, for not what a lot, it is, it's... not a lot to it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the like texture around the game and the marketing and like the stuff that you can pick up through like kind of throwaway lines and cutscenes and shit is, I think, very illuminating to the level of research that <clears throat> Rockstar was doing. And you wonder like what kinds of information they had right. access to because the weird shit is that so. Uh, the director was a big shot Hollywood director. Yeah, like currently, while while this is happening. No, no, I thought before before, oh, and then okay. he falls out of favor. Oh, all right. And then he turns to increasingly like I think he More starts depraved. with like an exploitation films. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then he starts doing porn, and then eventually he winds up doing snuff films, right? Regular Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so there's that element of it. And then he is a, like, an economic force in this small town, right? He's got private military contractors that, you know, do whatever they want. He's got the cops on his payroll. He's has he, he's bribed the uh, the warden of the prison to not kill an inmate on death row and deliver him to the director, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's all like in the game, right? And then there's also in the marketing materials they they made like a website for yep. the game, which is like presented as a website <clears throat> to buy snuff films from, right? Like like a, a real seedy looking website where you I forget what his directing company is called. Um, yeah, I mean either I know Mr. Nasty is the, uh, the yeah the that's top right. boss, but I don't remember. It's like it's, it's like, something. It's like, it's like Lucas Films or something. <laughs> it's something silly. It's like illuminating pictures or something. It's something like that. So if you wanted to find out information about the game before or after it came out, you'd go to this website. And you'd click on like videos to purchase that are like with the cover that looks like a snuff and film it's like title. Clips and engine of the yeah, yeah of yeah. the game. So real, you know, spooky shit that we'll talk about. We'll talk about why that's spooky here in a little while. But then yeah, the two there's there's Mr. Nasty where um it, it's implied is the director's boss. Yeah, like the distributor. The distributor of these films, right? So it's not this is not a I mean, obviously from everything we've said, this isn't like a small scale operation. Right? This is financed with enough money to bribe all of these different groups and to have a website and to have these films produced and distributed. Yeah. And um, there's like a clear like military connection like uh, you know right. under- at least, undertones of, right yeah. at least yeah the pmc shit so the game yeah feels very tapped in and we'll circle back to like the ways in which it's tapped in but um i wanted to like talk about the game like what i i mean outside of like your if you enjoyed it or not like what was your experience like playing the game being asked by the game to perform these gruesome executions like, what was your, like, how did it make you feel? And, like, how did the, did you find yourself falling prey to the incentive system that the game sets up for you? I mean, I think that, I, I didn't play, like I said, that much of it, but I think that it's clearly built by the way it's so simple, and the only real way that you are incentivized is is to kill people more brutally which gets you like more points at the end of a round which don't do anything right you um, don't unlock anything you don't get better yeah. weapons there's no skins it's not it's yeah there's just nothing a like score that modern there's no about, no dances right right yeah you can't no emotes that you can unlock right. after you murder somebody um yeah i mean i think it's like a uh, obviously i think like people playing it probably especially at the time would be that's the i mean that's the only if you're going to play the game that's the only incentive to play the game is to kill as good as well as possible i don't know yeah right right bad as it's kind of like crazy taxi in that sense oh yeah there's not really more destruction the better yeah yeah and there's not really anything else that you're really gonna unlock right yeah. Right. Well, it's not even like Just a multiplayer game where you could compare score. your score. I mean, you'd yeah. have to like have a friend. You'd have to write your score down for a given level, and then have a friend who also is playing the game and be like, 
on you know the mission in the mall, I got twenty thousand points. How yeah, you, like you know, like it's it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't have my own specific experience to talk that much about it, but like, I don't. It just kind of raises the question of like why, and also how, because it's such like a like I feel like it's such a like simple game compared to like the GTA games that had yeah. come out before it. Yeah. And like for Rockstar, who is obviously a successful company at that point, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's kind of beguiling to me. I don't. <laughs> I guess I don't personally understand the the point of it, but right. <laughs> yeah, I guess did you play enough to have uh... outside of to be like as hard, like to be as like hardcore as possible or whatever. Right. And I guess like last week I was talking to you guys, and I had made the mistake of thinking that it was like gore porn type films like saw yeah, yeah, and yeah. hostile and stuff but this was kind of preceding kind of like iraq war reactionary filmmaking and stuff right yeah uh, the, i saw it came out in 2004 so it does this, was 03. this does like kind of uh it kind of makes it more of a i feel like a questionable game to have developed and like through the research and maybe you guys can tell me because i'm sure you did more than i did but like why the game had to be made and who's well so i mean i couldn't find anything from like i mean i didn't look that hard listener you probably could find it i mean i know it was rockstar north in 2000 whatever and there was there was almost apparently like a coup within right and rockstar didn't like a lot of the employees didn't want to do it gta 3 was already super controversial because that's a hyper violent game right and like they were saying like their rationale behind the grand theft auto games at least at the time, was that you didn't have to do anything immoral. Like, the consequences for doing worse and worse stuff in a Grand Theft Auto game is you get more and more attention from the police, so... Right, well, but also, like... Can't you kill hookers in Grand Theft Auto? You can. I mean, you can kill anybody. But, like, but but the thing is, is that, like, the the, the developers said to themselves, like, well, you know, between... Between missions in Grand Theft Auto, oh, I guess yeah, you don't have you don't to. have to just go on a shooting spree like wait, wait you don't game, you don't have to <laughs> right the game doesn't even really incentivize that outside of that it controls well and like you know right thirteen year olds find that shit fun but it's not like which I guess raises the question which like not to get into video games definitely make people violent or not which I guess is kind of what this podcast is about to some extent but like. Right. <laughs> Like, a Grand Theft Auto game already is, like, making mayhem and murder fun in, right. in its own way. And then this game is almost like, well, what if we just, like, play a trick on the gamers and just say, like, the only aspect of this game is to, like, brutally murder people? Well, no, I mean, I think... I, 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 think... I mean, I think they did an okay job on that because I think the murder wasn't fun. Well, I don't know. That's the question. (laughs) Well, I mean, but like the reason it wasn't fun for you is because the controls are twenty years old. But even still, it was just like Like, it just seems. Yeah, but I think the average person who's like, especially like a young kid who got their hands on Grand Theft Auto Three, and then see that you know, like that one murders fun, man. This one murders not fun. Yeah, but I feel like the marketing and everything would lead you to be like, well, this game is purposefully like gruesome and violent and that's what makes it interesting and exciting to play okay the jury is out for me still on like yeah i don't this game it's like it's really complicated but like 
the most charitable reading of the game that I can come up with is that if the developer says, like, if Rockstar is like, so this game is going to be like a mirror. We're going to strip video games down to the the like the base the parts. essence only like just the constituent parts right murder the players experience being incentivized to commit violence mm-hmm. for an ultimately arbitrary right thing right which at the end of the day is like every violent and, video game. right like that that is every game because yes some games you get the skins or better weapons or you unlock but like it's still just bullshit in a video game that, right right like it's it doesn't actually matter right and so it's rock. Like the most charitable reading is Rockstar saying, like, we're gonna like turn this as like a mirror onto the player, and the the ideal outcome would be that the player is playing this game, and they are for some amount of time having fun until they all of a sudden feel disgusted, and they're like, wait a second, right? Like, there's no reason for me to be doing this. I'm like, I I just like took a fucking piano wire and sawed someone's head off, right? Or, like, took a crowbar and, like, took a dude's testicles off or whatever. Mm. Like, both of which are murders you can do in the game. Yeah. What is wrong? Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess my only question is, like... I'm not saying that that's I don't... what I think Rockstar was doing, to be clear. Right. I'm saying that is the most charitable... Right, That's I think that's, like, the best... Well, yes, the most charitable reading of it. But, yeah, I find it, I guess, hard to come to the conclusion that like Rockstar's trying to challenge like in 2003 that Rockstar was being Rockstar is like trying to challenge the player in that way like in a way that you know supposedly something like Last of Us 2 or whatever is like look at this horrible violence that you're doing and like listen hear, hear it and feel it and like feel bad right these people have friends and lives right I mean, because the, 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 the non-charitable reading is that, like, there is, like, a... So, like, I mentioned that the game has, like, a Grindhouse aesthetic, right? right? And, like, if you watch Grindhouse movies, there are a lot of things, but they one thing they are almost universally is, like, like gleeful. Like yeah. it's they're well, they're they're not they're not serious. I mean, the violence that they're showing is really serious, yeah, and really heavy. But it's not like it's not like martyrs or. Well, and I think that's the other thing on the Private flip Ryan side. It could have also just been Rockstar being like, do all that stuff, strip everything, everything you said. Mm-hmm. But just can we produce a game that's super successful? That's literally right. just like a murder base scene, murder like. like yeah. yeah, just feeding into your, you know, lust for blood, basically. Right. Um, In a way where there's, like, a quippy, like, yeah, snuff film director on the other side leading you to do stuff. And the same, and I don't think it's, like, I do think that there's definitely an argument to be had whether or not it's supposed to be positive or negative, but like a like a Grindhouse film where it's, like, it's silly but it's silly because it's fun to kill people right exactly yeah. right which is bad <laughs> do you remember when yik yak was oh the thing? college yes yeah 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 for sure yeah for sure. okay that so evolved so quickly yeah that was so much fun when when yik yak came to campus i did kind of like a social experiment because people were just upvoting like whatever the fuck they wanted. Right, right, right. So I, I was like, what is like the most depraved fucking thing that people will upvote? And there was literally like anything. It, it was no slurs, obviously, but like 
like literally fucking anything. They would just everyone was just trying to to yak off and get their uh, <laughs> yeah. points up so they could get a pair of like yik yak socks right. or whatever. Right. And so I'm wondering if if Rockstar's development team maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but maybe they're like, how far can we take this medium? Well, and, yeah, and, and the I consumers think like, are going to eat it up like little piggies. I mean, I think that's kind of the question of the game is like in making a game, who knows what they were trying to say about snuff films and a game that's literally just about murdering people as gruesomely as possible. Are you just making something that is just a simulation of what they're trying to depict in the game? And is that the same thing? Is it just as bad or is it trying to say something like Right. More elevated than that. I don't know. But, I, you know, it's like, it's hard. I feel like it's harder to say because when I was, you know, when the game came out, I was nine. Right. Like, and I feel like a couple of years after that, I was around a lot of people always playing Grand Theft Auto and like just the people who played those games and the biggest market share, I, I don't know, but in my experience, the people who were playing those games were little kids, and I know people now who I've talked to who are like, oh, yeah, yeah I got that game when I was, was 10 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... I, I had to suffice with Driver 3 because there wasn't as much gore in it. <laughs> and I guess it kind of raises the same questions that I've raised, you know, we've raised about Call of Duty, etc. I mean, the games have certain ratings to prevent certain people from buying and playing them, but technically who is it for and what are the people who are playing it getting from the experience outside of just like murder is fun right uh, you know I, I i don't i don't know what the general consensus is of people who played it at the time yeah i and mean like, I, I just, just can't i just can't imagine that it's like that if i was were... a 27 year old when the game came out like i am now and i bought it and played it and i mean it, trying to think of like what is or is not revolutionary or not at the time as far as gameplay or what it looked like or anything like that like objectively i would have a totally different experience obviously than i would as like a a little kid but so it's hard for me to imagine it outside of the time that it came out yeah i mean especially compared to like what rockstar is making now which is like the most recent thing they made was like red dead redemption 2 which is like you know a masterpiece prestige yeah serious games Are, right. for serious men or whatever. With but like, like the but, most complicated, you know, right. NPC systems ever made and all this shit. <laughs> like, I guess as we talk about it, I am less and less inclined to give the charitable reading. Um, because I just, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of the the idea behind it. But like, the, the idea of like, reaching revulsion, like the game doesn't propel you in that direction i don't think right you know what i mean like it's not like there's a moment where you're you are all of a sudden have to like you know do something so heinous that you would be like you know shocked into like whoa okay let me right let me well the game kind of tells you what it is from the get-go Right. And it, and exactly, it doesn't it doesn't ever change. It doesn't ever pull like the rug the first, out from under you. The literal first kills you do are taking plastic bags, suffocating people to death and either just doing that or also like beating, beating them, them right. at the same time. So and I mean a lot of the like some of the videos and stuff I watched and stuff I read about just like critiques of it, you know, like all video game critique and stuff is like trying to really delve into it and get in depth and get into like what 
they're asking of the player versus the context of the game. But I, I don't know. I just don't see it as much with this game with how simplistic it is and how basic it is, how you could take away much else than, than what it is. <laughs> right, right. Which is, a again, uh, a grindhouse-esque murder yeah, simulator. Yeah, it's, it's, with... it's a snuff film simulator. Um, also, again, I don't really know what the perspective is of the people at the top making it but i do know that like some of the people who would have been you know adult game developers at the time saying like why are we doing this right that is much more understandable to me right because you know there's questions to be raised with just a gta game right there's and this is like kind of indefensible i feel yeah, like yeah for sure i mean it's a shame that we don't have like a tell-all from right you know that's kind of my employee. like my difficulty with it is like hearing from you know outside of whatever the sales numbers are like what what was the where did the idea come from right but and and then on the other hand too like even if you have the intent like i mean one of the things that we haven't talked about yet is that like there was a there is a feature in the game i don't know if it works on the remastered one that they released on ps4 and oh the voice thing but yeah you could so weird you could plug a headset into your controller or into the console or whatever it would take the audio from the director and play it in your ears. And so you were like, I mean, if you want to talk about like being video programmed games being, to kill. Yeah, no, for real. Like if you want to talk about video games being like MK technologies, you know, scaled right. to mass, right? Like you've got Brian Cox's voice in your ear. Right. Being like, yeah, fucking get him. Fucking get you Cut his throat and all this shit. And it's like that like even if the intent if you're intending to say something you know profound about like violence in video games or whatever like that the experience of having that happen has got to be like right i mean that's just it's just weird man bad shit yeah it's just well and it's like it's interesting too because you'll watch people talk about it like in the past couple of years and say stuff like oh well you know look at video games now and it's nothing compared to what video games are now but it's like dude if you came out with a game that was literally, I mean, woke culture or whatever aside, that's literally this game, but like a modern version of it and going even further with like the voice stuff, like if yeah. you made a VR game, yeah, it's like this, like what, what are people going to say about that? Like you, what, what do you, people, what are, what's going to happen to people who play it? Yeah, I mean, and you, that's just like, that, that can't be good for you. Like, yeah. So I just, I mean my main takeaway from it is kind of a question mark because it's like, yeah, I don't understand the intent and I don't understand. I'm just surprised that it got made. Yeah. Me too. Very controversial too. I mean, it was, yeah. it, this was, I think it was, it was brought up in at least one murder trial. Oh, was it really? Yes, it was. Yeah. There was a kid. Who- now it was in the possession of the kid that was murdered. But still, yeah. It, but it was like it was, misreported yeah. at first that the yep. pers- the kid who murdered the other kid had the game and was like obsessed with it. But it was actually it wasn't. That well, I'm good. Right. I'm very glad that that's a relic of the past. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, now I've become death, the destroyer of worlds. Quote from Fallout. From Fallout. Famously. Fallout. <laughs> right. Um. So let's talk about real snuff films. Okay. <laughs> this is what I've been trying to trying to stave off. To put yeah. off. Anyone um, want to talk about Duck Pussy? <laughs> <laughs> 
Not tonight, boys. Um, Actually, we might have to because there's some weird bestiality shit that came up in the. Interesting. <sighs> yeah, this is. Listeners. There's also one weird zoo sex thing that was sponsored by the Brazilian government that I. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, un- under the uh, junta. Nice. So, yeah. Um, Power to the people. <laughs> so it's going to get weird now. Yeah. Worse. You, you guys want me to do. I have like a little history of snuff films prepared i still don't know how either of you do this without headphones it's like really troublesome oh i don't have a problem at all it's me neither it's mind-blowing so yeah let's talk about snuff films for real because this game is drawing on a lot of shit that like whether the developers knew it or not which i god i wish i could know (laughs) um it would make so many i feel like I feel like this game may be more than any of the games we've talked about, except for, like, I mean, Call of Duty. But I I think it's safe to assume that Call of Duty has a lot of oversight from the Pentagon. Like, Mm. like, it just just feels, like, so obvious. But this one, it's like watching, like, what's what's a good movie comparison where it's like, is this just something where the creator is just, like, like tapped into like a, a a rich vein of like conspiracy shit or are they like being fed by a like you know some kind of asset or or whatever because and shout out to this is real don't laugh his name on twitter is the wub yeah okay you guys laughed before um I'm still laughing i'm sorry it's a good it's a good twitter handle Shout out, shout out to the Wub for putting together a great thread on uh, this game with a lot of good articles and shit linked. Um, and it goes into uh, snuff films as well. But in his thread, he talks about how like one of the main producers on like Blair Witch, which came out around the same time, I think that was 2001, 2000? Um, 99 maybe. Yeah. Oh, uh, Blair Witch is 99. 99, okay. For sure. Um, so one of the... like I remember the ads on Shockwave. Nice. <laughs> yeah. One of the... Shockwave. It was a Flash game website. Oh. Yeah. Go times. If you know, you know. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the big developers on Blair Witch was um, ex-military intel. And they talked about how... he You know, he was like adamant that they use these different techniques to create fear and whatever that he had learned in the military right so you know you've and until recently i hadn't really you know considered the fact that you know found footage films were probably taking from some sort of you know real life yeah influence yeah which i mean snuff films too you know like i mean like like found footage is like a i would imagine that a real snuff film would probably look kind of similar to that's what i'm saying yeah 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 but so you you know if you've got military intel tied into this like at least to horror as a genre around the same time that this came out you know you got to wonder because like I said the game feels really tapped into the real history of snuff films but before we talk about the real history we'll talk about the popular history we'll talk about the fake history yeah the fake history the the one full of lies and deceit propagated by the lamestream media um so if you google are snuff films real 
um, you will find articles ranging from no to uh, a begrudging technically yes, but they didn't exist until either 2007 or 2013, mm -hmm. right? The no people tend to take a position where they define snuff films in such a precise and narrow way that anything you could argue is an example of one, they would say, well, no, well, no uh, technically it's not because dar, 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 right? Which um, I was kind of shocked that that I have never looked into it before this. Right, and, and you I, said the other day that you just like you assumed like, yeah, as long as people have had cameras, there have been snuff films, which I think is right probably true or close to it. I mean, and you have to think even... So as long as we've had cameras we've been taking pictures and taking video of war yep stuff like that so yeah i don't know i just like i guess just being d a demented person i just like <laughs> imagine that like just assume right yeah that that is probably you know a portion of the content you know af after the fact i mean right outside of you know just like serial killers and which I, I don't know if that is not defined. I'm I know that like anything that r involves military or war stuff does not count. Right. Mm. Yeah. Also, nothing that's ideological. Right. Right. So that's why a, a a snuff film denier would say, well, you know, the ISIS videos don't count. So before before we get too deep into this dive, initial thoughts: Are snuff films real? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are unequivocally real now. Now, and, now for and sure. Been, and I, I, think I would they, say they've I, been real for. I definitely think they were real before the consensus that they at were least real. Fifty years. So, so you don't you don't get into the life imitating art, and then this game is no art imitating life imitating art. And I don't understand no. too the like conflation of internet with snuff film having to be in existence to make the other real. That to me, it's like there's so much higher likelihood that because media was physical and analog before that it would be going on without anybody knowing for a lot longer. Right. That's the reason we know about it is because of the internet. Now, right. I mean, the reason that it's popularized and probably distributed more. Right. What do you, what do you think? I don't know. I'm kind of split on this one. I'm like, yeah, they're definitely real now for sure. hundred percent. There's, there are snuff films out there now. But then the question is definitional for me. Like, what are we considering a snuff film? My question, I'm my goal in the next however long we talk about this is to change your mind. Okay. Um, what do you define? Well, that's the question because I mean, you have some people that are saying that like, yeah, snuff film is like you know some somebody getting like murdered on on camera with like a very loose definition. I think that's too broad. But the question is, how far do you choke it down? No pun intended. Maybe. I don't know. Yikes. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Won't be my first tasteless joke. But seriously, like, how far do you have to restrict it? Or, or is it becoming this, like, like a platonic form where it is something that is, like... <laughs> platonic form of the snuff <laughs> Yeah, no, but I, I'm, I'm serious. Where it's, it's something that is, like, unachievable, unobtainable... But that well, it, it's it's but that's emulated. What, that's what, that's what, but are the, the emulations actually the thing? That, right, that's the question. But, but like, I would just, I would. Or okay, is it more so, like jazz wait, wait, wait. and just a vibe? <laughs> I all right. So he, I actually had this question written down because like 
I, I would say that the people that do that horrible redefining into like complete abstraction or oblivion or whatever, that shit is, is that a shit coding job ideological. Yes. But my question is like, why, why, what is, who benefits and why would there be this like push to maintain a general consensus that snuff films don't yeah, exist don't, like what's the purpose i feel like to me that is extra icky because you are pushing it more towards the direction of like defining art or something else that is done with some sort of you know visual medium which i feel like is just i, I don't know it just freaks me out even more yeah because i just i can't really wrap my head around and i mean i guess i was reading program to kill and maybe I, I can i just a lie but when i was first thinking about it, i was like what 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 would be the reason to like maintain that this shit isn't real when there's a lot of reason to believe that it is right what, what if you look at it from like a mass shooting perspective a what go like elaborate what do you mean so like okay so you have the proliferation of these individuals that are committing these uh mass shootings within the country oh i think okay. i know where you go with this and that you end up with copycats as a result of the, or not necessarily copycats per se, but that like that seeing these actions occur is allowing for more people to get that idea that oh yeah this is right. this is something that's achievable. Well, so well, like that's acknowledging what, that it's a thing makes it makes, something yeah. that people other people want to do. Well, yes. But, so here's because you're so, you're creating some kind of like. Um, like counterculture. I don't want to call mass shootings a counterculture, but like, you you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, in, in like, regards right. to. I mean, it's like it's like it's like. Um, I guess it's kind of like Alan Moore, <laughs> or I guess, I guess in Metal Gear Solid Two, I think this idea is like kind of played out. <laughs> but like, where you know, information is kind of like this virus, right? And like when you release it, it's going to like infect people and a certain number of people who become infected are going to replicate it. I mean like that's the shit with like so in 2013 there was a guy who made what I would consider to be a like no questions asked no bullshit real snuff film called One Lunatic One Ice Pick yeah there's um, a documentary yeah. about it yeah. called Don't Fuck With Cats that covers the yeah yeah and wasn't that the first one the that guy and how with? they caught him Luke Magnata was yeah. his name Luca yeah or Luca, yeah. And he and his whole thing though was that he wanted to achieve like internet stardom, right? And like he he like tried to be an influencer, he tried to do like porn, he like went through all these different avenues, he tried to be a model, and then ultimately he decided, Well, I'm just gonna kill a guy and upload a video of it. Well it escalated because famous. he started, started by, out with cats. He started right. by killing yeah, cats right, on right. camera and then people it got him attention right and then he because it got him attention and because whatever psychosis he had it uh escalated into killing people right and interestingly listeners that's not what we mean by slaying that pussy interestingly he you were mentioning like life imitating art yeah he did it, it i mean i haven't seen the video but i've read about it and it would appear that he modeled the murder after the opening scene of Basic Instinct. Yeah. Right? Right. Which is a famously a, a Verhoeven movie, right? Yep. Yeah, it's Verhoeven. Um, and in that movie, uh, Sharon Stone 
is a right. Yep. It's Sharon Stone. Yeah. Okay. For you looked at me and I was like, Oh no, okay. no. Yeah. No. So she, so she is. I'm just in, thinking about Sharon Stone. <laughs> yeah. Fair you enough. Me both, man. Um, so th- she is an author who is potentially also a murderer who's recreating the murders out of the stories that she writes. Right. So with the Luke Magnata thing, you do have this like Russian doll situation of like fiction and fiction. And then all of a sudden it becomes real. Right. Right. Um, which um, I'm going to plug really quickly. I'm going on program to chill to talk about Alan Moore and this idea of like fiction bleeding into reality will be what Jimmy and I talk about. So stay tuned. For Preview. That. Yeah. Shame, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, but, uh, but so, I mean, you have the Luke Magnata thing, and then you also have the Ukrainian dudes um, in 2007 who killed a bunch of 21 people, I think, on like a spree, and they filmed some of them and uploaded them to the internet, right? And those are also, um, I think, kind of indisputably snuff films. Right? Yeah, I turned off YouTube today when I got to the video that was top five most brutal snuff films. I was like, no. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need a Watch Mojo video about because <laughs> that was literally the format. <laughs> yeah, I I am glad to say I did not watch any snuff films for well, no, recording yeah. this podcast. Yeah, no. Um, no, I, I draw the line at like, like industrial accidents. That's too much for me. I'm sorry. Um, but but this comes back to the intent question. So if you are chasing internet stardom, is that a still a snuff film? Because the ob- the objective of that is you're trying to attain this this internet clout. Whereas, to me, are, 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 is, I, is a snuff film not just about the act itself without any type of no? I I think that that I think that that is, that is a, I think yeah I think that's an obfuscating definition. To me, like my personal definition of a snuff film is like a murder that is committed. So that it can be committed, a, 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 yeah, a murder that is done so that it can be committed to film. The 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 what that film is to be used for, it doesn't matter. Right. But it's like if the murder was done so that it could be filmed, that is a snuff film. Okay, but, right. But, but now if we look at like ISIS videos, like the um the the British guy, the beheading. Yeah. Then I guess maybe I guess maybe by I mean I I because, like my definition and I think that because that I would... that's ideological though, but it's still being done to kill the person on camera. Right. But like, was it Jihadi John? I don't want to get too into Rest in like. Piece, piece yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't. I guess I don't have as like strict of a definition either because, I mean, yes, ideological, but specifically to get attention and to instill fear i feel like it's the same uh goal of, right like the yeah. dude who did it in his yeah apartment but is there a difference between propaganda and a snuff film would you say i, I would, would say, say that there, yes yes there is uh, let me think about that one okay but i mean like because like yeah it hmm Welcome to the gray zone. Yeah, for real. Because um, that's the thing. It's like there's so because then at the same. But time... But if you if you okay so if you get into the shitty platonic where it's like a snuff film that is is a film where like well, I don't even like yeah that, my brain can't wrap yeah, my head yeah. around what it. What was the 
the a snuff film being a film depicting one's murder and that the sole reason for the murder is the film, but also that the sole reason for the murder is also the murder. Like, or maybe even something. Yeah, let me rephrase that. Cause that sounds like fucking verbal diarrhea. Right. But that's uh, the problem with it, yeah. it is ultimately these like insane definitions are verbal diarrhea. Yeah. Like, but then at the same time, it is, is this like a, well, it, I don't if know. it reduces the prevalence of such a medium, is that a beneficial life for society? Because, I mean, we, we function on a number of those on a daily basis. I don't know that it ultimately matters. Programming because... to not kill, mind you. <laughs> I Well, yeah, I don't really know because... So, like, the premise in the game is that the director is literally getting off to mm-hmm. the killings and the thing. Yum. So, my thing is, like, say somebody's watching the ISIS video of the dude getting beheaded... And that gives them the same satisfaction and pleasure as the guy directing the snuff film purposely to watch right, it, to get right, right, right. get pleasure from it. But if there's sexual gratification, is that still a snuff film? Or is that in the world of, like, torture porn? Okay, so... But what, that's so what I'm saying. Like, what no, is... It, torture, torture porn is a, a genre of, like, cinema, right? Like, not... Like, like... I mean, you have a very loose definition yeah. of cinema. Well, I mean, but... I'm, I'm not going to make that distinction. Even is a genre of like film where violence is depicted with like similar uh, tenderness and care <laughs> as you'd see in like pornography, right? Like, sure. With, like, so no, I wouldn't say it's. But, it's, but that violence is serving a, another purpose. But here's aside the thing. From... Right, here's the thing. Nobody. All right. No, nobody is going to. Be like, I'm going to commit a murder just so that I can film it and put that video in a drawer and move on. Like that is that is what the platonic this 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 insane definition that like these these mainstream people use. That's that's what the, that like that is what the film would have to be used for. Because in any of the cases, whether it's sexual gratification or to make money or to com- or to uh, like perpetuate some kind of ideology or whatever, like there is a purpose to the film. Even mm-hmm. if it's as base as just like I want to make money, so I'm gonna kill someone and film it and sell it to somebody who wants to buy that, mm-hmm. and that is like that is unequivocally a snuff film to me. Yeah, right, right. So this the, the and that's what I'm saying like that that definition where it's like you are committing the murder just so that you can commit it to film, but that film will not serve a, a function beyond existing. That's useless. Yeah. I think that's a trash. Like that that's just people trying to define it so narrowly that it is like literally can't exist mm-hmm. right does that make sense yeah okay and i think that that's like now the question of like the propaganda well, and i mean i don't i don't know that anything committed to photography in general is made without some sort of intent for someone to see it right in the future whether it be the person who made it or right to share it with Whomever. Well, Friends and family. Well, right. Well, with, with that definition, though, I mean, I, I think that the person that made it reviewing their work, I don't want to say it like that. Ugh. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if, if like the person that made like it Jeffrey is Jeffrey Dahmer it. or BTK or whomever took pictures of the people that they of their victims. Right. Uh, that theoretically were only going to be used by them 
and then later shared because they were caught for their crimes. But yeah, I don't... If one of those people had filmed what they were doing when they did it, I don't know that that's that much different from them taking pictures of the act happening or right, right after right. or whatever. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of that and with serial killers. Yeah, there's a lot of allegations of videos that they different serial killers had that just went missing. Right. I mean, the toy box killer had a fucking. Um, you have to refresh me on that one. Um, I'm not. When obviously too, like I'm not. You know, I'm not upset that this stuff is not like out in the open Publicly, for people to go right, look of for. Course, right. But I don't know. It's just. It's all these woke. <laughs> no, I woke just social justice. I'm just saying. Warriors. I don't know what. I don't know that the definition. I guess as far as whatever you guys are like blabbering insinuating about. as far as you know protection of common people versus i don't i i, I don't really no, that, okay. that, that's that's more my take yeah but like i just don't whether or not that is a my my question is is, is there a more malign uh view to have i mean i, I know there there is because yeah. it, i mean everything exists right. but but whether or not that, that would potentially be viewed from a parental oversight or, or like a paternal like mm-hmm. interest by society at large yeah. in, in the media, like hey, like let's not fucking blow this up. But then at the same time, okay. in in the modern like post digital age, literally anything that ever happens, any any uh, any media outlet is trying to get and share as much video and like footage as possible right i mean for you know multiple reasons lots of them not good reasons okay but going back to like the shooter thing where Mm -hmm. there've been like specifically that kind of thing yeah where there have been decisions made by media outlets that hey we're not going to say whatever's name because we don't want to provide them with the gratification of becoming quote-unquote famous over what ever horrible action sure, they but did. no that never really actually happens i i mean to some extent it does though i mean it's <laughs> no it's, i know they, but you can definitely mean... tell a difference in the coverage like within the last what five six years yeah maybe and and how how that that's kind of changed where there it's more victim oriented more so than like here's yeah. a, here's a guy with three names and we're just gonna say it all day long for the next fucking 72 hours and we're you're not gonna right. let you forget about it yeah let me let's let's put this on hold because i want to well, read hear, let's hear the good well word. yeah i don't I think there's read, like an answer but yeah yeah i want i do want to read from program to kill briefly because mcgowan does talk about snuff films at length in the first chapter i'm gonna read this is probably gonna be a little choppy but listen up to the good word as alex said appropriately uh mcgowan writes And so it is that we first confront that most disturbing of topics, snuff films, which most people assume do not actually exist. As recently as February 1999, the New York Post assured readers that, quote, snuff films are the stuff of urban legend. How did this legend get started? No one knows, end quote. The unfortunate truth, though, is that snuff films do actually exist, and they likely have existed for as long as film has existed. Cade. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Though, (laughs) you're the next McGowan. Though they were not always known by that name. According to the Post, blah, 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 it talks about the history of the term snuff film. Let's skip a little bit, though. Um, Here, in the late 70s, as Carl Raschke noted in Painted Black, 
The Texas House Select Committee on Child Pornography disclosed that investigators probing leads to organized crime in Houston, Dallas, and other major cities found that slave auctions for 16- and 17-year-old boys were, were routinely held in Mexico. Some of the boys were featured in brutal snuff or slasher movies. Rashke also quotes from a study by U.S. mental health professionals that claims that a child from Mexico can be packaged, delivered, and sold deep within the United States in a short time, and that many are purchased solely for the purpose of killing. All right, moving on to a little bit, because he basically runs through a series of like small news articles from the last 50 years that just make mention of like, and we found 500 videos right. of yeah. you know people being murdered that were being you know, these videos were produced for distribution. Um, some of these, let's see here. In the fall of 1998, British detectives flew to Amsterdam to investigate a particularly detailed account provided by a witness. The investigators had in their possession a detailed description of the apartment where the witness had viewed the tape, the name of the owner of the apartment and videotape, the name of the man who committed the murder, a detailed description of events on the tape, and the first name and approximate age of the victim. With all that in hand, says Davies, the detectives, quote, hit a wall. Dutch police said it was not enough to warrant launching any sort of investigation. By that time, investigators had been hearing accounts of the snuff films for nearly eight years. Um, in two, September 2002, the Chicago Sun-Times carried a brief report of two brothers who were arrested and charged with possessing an enormous collection of child pornography. Seized from the brothers were 5,000 photographic images, along with about 100 videotapes and 8mm films. Among this evidence were images of young girls apparently tortured, raped, and killed. The American media has shown no inclination to shine any additional light on the case. An account of the recent Italian case carried by The Guardian affirmed the existence of snuff films. Police have discovered a massive international pedophile network selling violent child pornography videos to clients in Italy, the U.S., and Germany. Authorities are trying to identify 5,000 people who are suspected of attempting to purchase the videos, some of which appear to contain images of children being tortured and murdered. The UK is independent in a follow-up published in 2000, November 2002 or 2000, also confirmed that the seized materials included child snuff films. Horrified investigators gathered images of more than 2,000 children who were filmed while being abused, raped, and killed. By that time, close to 1,500 people had been charged in the case, but not, as The Guardian noted, those in high places who are believed to form a, quote, pedophile lobby. Yep. So, we've got late 70s being the earliest that McGowan points out as you know with that the texas house select committee on child pornography um so in light of that and for those of you who are still unfamiliar mcgowan's whole thesis is that these international distribution networks these human trafficking networks are facilitated and overseen by intelligence right as opposed to you know being a target of the intelligence operations. They are a line of business, right? Because hyper-rich people are sickos. Completely right. I would wonder, and maybe even potentially argue, what if instead of trying to you know, keep society safe, right, it's advantageous to have a society that doesn't believe that these things exist. Absolutely. Because as soon as these things are acknowledged, especially... You know, it's one thing if you have, like, a one-off sicko who just uploads a video on the internet. It's another thing to have, like, international distribution of these films. Once you start looking at it from that angle, if there were to be some kind of public outcry about these products, 
And then you start looking into it, and then you potentially, what, discover the CIA aiding and abetting the distribution of these films, right? To me, that is a more likely situation. Mm -hmm. Alex, did that at all persuade you? A bit more. What are your thoughts now? What What's the incentive? Like a honeypot type situation? Well, same the shit with Epstein. Yeah, so... You you're... have blackmail. You're also... I mean... You are you are you are both the the manager of the behavior of the ruling class, but also their their hand, right? So, if there's a demand for these films, the no better group to oversee the satisfaction of that demand than you know the CIA, which serves the function of capital, mm-hmm. and but to the protect same... the <laughs> interests of those people by not let, letting anybody ever know that it's real right and at the same time as soon as somebody you know i mean this would never happen but has a change of heart and decides to like spill the beans on like the rich class sicko or the ruling class sicko shit um you have blackmail on them right Right. yeah well and at the same time i mean this is me getting a little bit more pilled here um like the tour network and everything like that that was developed as like a DARPA spinoff. Yeah, right. Exactly. So all of these, all of the, you know, you see that in the internet, but all of the networks that are supposedly secure and safe and whatever are the same networks that are manufactured by intelligence, right? Like, I mean, like you said, CIA agents were using Tor, but, you know, if you had a network that was only for spies, it would, you would know that everybody on the network was a spy. So you needed instead That's to just get Facebook. <laughs> if you needed, if you if you want cover, you need to have civilians on the network too. Yeah. And so, what do you get? You get Edward Snowden coming out and being like, everybody who believes they need to take their internet security seriously should be using Tor. And then every prepper and you know conspiracy theorist and and you know I'm I'm not like talking shit, but like jumps onto Tor mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you've got the cover you need for your your assets and shit who are already on there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's... I mean, to me, it's inarguable that snuff films exist. And the the thing, too, is, like, all of this stuff is not confirmed, right? Like, these are one-off little blurbs in in the Chicago Sun or the UK's Independent or whatever. But, like, the thing that, like, I keep coming back to when I am thinking about Program to Kill and McGowan's research in general is that, like... He definitely casts a wide net, right? And I don't think he... He's probably not the most discerning researcher out there, right? Mm. But with that said, if even 60% of the stuff is true, right? right? Like, what are you looking at, really? You know what I mean? Like, what what does that mean? 50%, you know what I mean? Like, sure... Maybe in some of these news articles, maybe there was misreporting happening, or maybe mm. you know there was like, you know, because like I mean, in in the that web thread that I mentioned, um, he talks about how with technology and prostheses and shit, and and now with computers too, like you could more accurately, you could make a more convincing snuff film that's just a movie that's, you know, got really serious gore effects than a snuff film probably right right 
if Stanley Kubrick can land a man on the moon. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's, that was a joke. That was a joke. We're we're split in this podcast. Oh my god. Um, Tune in next week for me uh, creating a snuff film with CJ. Um, Skip. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think you can threaten your friends, right? It's yeah, I, I think I, we can I'm threaten not, each I'm other on the pod. Be, be a part of that. <laughs> well, then who's going to hold the camera? <laughs> right. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't. I guess I maybe I have less faith in humanity than the normal person, but I don't. From time immemorial, we've been, you know, selling people in general, selling them for sex trafficking, yep. dot, 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 right. torture, murder, whatever. I just don't, I don't believe that, like, I don't, we film, people film everything. I, I, I just don't believe yeah. that it's not, and regardless of the definition and the circulation of whatever has been out there for however long, whether it's just, you know, which it would be theoretically just be sickos watching other sickos do what they do i, I mean I, th- I would believe that that has been going on as long as any of that other i, I don't think it like doesn't it, it's not any better or worse than anything else that has been going on for whatever you know forever right i think that the internet has obvious and like the, the past several years there's been a lot more attention, obviously, drawn toward the issues that it's, you know, the 21st century, and there's still, you know, young women and children being sold into, like, sex trafficking. But, yeah, I, I think that as long as that's been going on, people have been filming the shit. Right, like, I think I think that, like, if you... And obviously it's, like, a higher it, level, I guess, but it's... Yeah, I mean, to me, it's, like, if you can approach it from, like a very like and if you follow cold, the follow the trail of how all that shit goes on you know quote unquote undetected because people are not meant to know about it because right. it's all managed by dot 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 yeah i mean i think I, to me it's like if you can get away from all of the like for lack of a better word like programming that you get from the media and you just think about it for a second it seems really obvious that snuff films have to have existed like, like, it, like if you it, don't it just like makes sense like it's like yeah you don't you know. have to look that hard to find out that like and we've talked about it before on here like you know moderators of sites like facebook and every other social media site have to filter out horrible stuff happening to people all the time right and it's like that didn't just start yeah because the internet was born and there was an easy way to to put it out like for right. it's the same way that it's not like porn was started because of the internet it's just right. the internet became a new way of distributing right this thing that's existed but for i could go film millennia. a movie on my iphone and add special effects to it right. and do whatever it's and in, enter it into sundance film festival now right i couldn't do that in the 60s or 70s right. <laughs> which like i think that that's like it's interesting that these articles that McGowan talks about didn't receive any follow-up, but then you get the Netflix documentary about the snuff film auteur who was probably, I mean, I haven't looked into the case all that much, but was probably just like a lone wolf sicko type guy. Right. Like it, like, from this angle, it's like, yeah, like, like that's, that's the one that you want people to hear about. Exactly. That's the one where it's like, 
well, yeah, you know, I mean, this is a dude who was obsessed with fame and the internet, and so he uploaded this video. Right. You're not talking about, you know, printing physical media. But blaming the internet, I'm not blaming it, but, like, basically insinuating that because of the internet that this happens now is the same thing as, like, in the 60s and 70s when uh, and 80s when serial killers started appearing all of a sudden that you're starting to blame it on the culture and the counterculture and blah 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 right this you is why on the cia right yeah that's what it's it's the same thing yeah it's the same thing because <laughs> people aren't just suddenly you know more demented than they were yesterday right right <laughs> what do you think about lead accumulation lead accumulation no sorry you don't, you don't buy any lead i'm not a lead accumulation. what's that no. it's this theory that serial killers were the result of there being like tons of lead pipes Oh no, not not lead pipes, but the um, oh no, uh, uh, leaded gasoline. Being, oh duh, yeah, so, sorry, yeah. Well, yeah, people will say in fifty years, if if the Earth still exists, that anything bold of you to assume that, kid. Right, I said if that. I guess the planet will still exist. A bunch of horrible stuff that happened right now is because everybody was getting low doses of radiation through their cell phone, like you know. I, but I no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't buy, buy it. into that. I think. I mean. This the serial killer shit. We should do if when we, if we ever get around to doing condemned, we should do like a deep dive into intel and. I certainly think that killers. you're you know eons ago when we, everybody was eating out of lead based paint bowls and stuff, and dying a lot sooner, <laughs> and probably having crazy behavior that could be escalated. But I, I don't I don't think that that is a reason. Like I think it's a lot more likely that you can find a bunch of lines to them being connected to like weird fucking CIA cult groups that you can with them right. ingesting a bunch of lead. Yeah. But that's at the same time, you got to look at it from the perspective of like how much is lost to history. Like, what, what, where are all the fucking serial killers in Flint, Michigan? <laughs> good point. Like, I, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing to me with like, and this is just McGowan's thesis. And I mean, the, the tap water here is bullshit. It's horrible here. Like, yeah. It's not, I don't think it's direct. I, no. I think there's definitely isolated incidents, but I don't think it's directly leading to people going crazy and starting yeah. to murder people. I don't crazy. think, I don't think that every person who is a killer is an asset or like right. anything like that. But like when you have over and over again, people who are in military intel or like Richard Ramirez, whose brother was a uh, Phoenix program guy who came home and trained Richard on mm. how to do counterinsurgency shit stateside. And you have people whose uh, whose parents are like, you know, ex-military and doing all kinds <laughs> of crazy abuse that is really reminiscent of like, the kinds of trauma that MK doctors were trying to inflict on people during that program. Like all that shit. And it, I mean, it's just if, not a coincidence. Like, at a, even at a if certain you're not, point, again, even if you're not saying that those people were doing that as some sort of grand experiment, you can still draw lines to them being doing the things because of their trauma related to being in military service, et cetera, or right. being exposed to that sort of thing right and even and the thing too is like i mean a couple things like one you'll get this a lot where people are like well why why would the cia possibly want there to be serial killers right 
And it's like, well, I mean, if you read about like the Night Stalker and you read about what was happening in L.A. at that time, right, with people being afraid to go outside because there's just random murders happening, right? People being abducted off the street, killed in their home, whatever. Like, you are not going to trust your neighbor. If you don't trust your neighbor, you're not going to join a union. You're not going to, you know, go out after work and, like, develop the kind of, of, you know, camaraderie that you need to have for any kind of, like, meaningful solidarity, right? Like, you, like that is that is the most alienating thing possible is if you are just not certain if any single person around you is going to murder you, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it it's a, a an effective tool at dividing the working class, in my opinion. I mean, I think that that's pretty self evident. I don't know. For for me, it just it feels like it might be a bridge too far for me to jump. Hmm. Why don't you read Program to Kill? Because I like sleeping. Um, the first chapter just made me hella depressed, and I'm just I don't know. I. Or, like, or even take, like, I mean, how many fucking botched investigations are there? How many times are there where, like, you have... Sure, but I I also, I think it'd be problematic to... How do I phrase this? Like, and I know this is a cop-out for a lot of things, but, like, incompetence... Bureaucratic is, incompetence. Bureaucratic incompetence is fucking real. Like, but, these people but are But there's a reason for that. <laughs> right, like, like, and you've, like, yeah, there, there's a reason for it, and also, it's like, it's the same thing with the do true shit. Like, how many times, or either, how frequently does bureaucratic incompetence need to happen, and or, how bad does it have to be before you start to say, like, okay, like, this is not. I, I don't know, because I, I, I see the leaders in this country. And but we're not talking about the leaders of this country. I'm we're not so, talking about politicians. But I'm people in power in this country and they're so fucking stupid is that that's like the thing that just kills me like that they're they are just so brain dead right but we're not I'm talking sorry, my, my, vo- my vocal fry is like <laughs> bordering on so, like red scare so brain, brain dead. dead you guys like <laughs> your brain is just like full of worms <laughs> <laughs> um you guys have worms oh that's what it was you guys have like worms in your brain. <laughs> my my thing is like you're not talking like it. Th- th- this is the same thing with like, God like the, the the worst of the worst is when people are like, um. Well, um, I'm doing my uh my debunker voice a lot okay. tonight. Well, but actually, well, well, actually, it's possible to keep a secret with more than fifty people involved because the law of blah 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 means that you know somebody's going to tell mom, and it's like. You're not you're not ta- you're not talking about politicians. You're not talking about CEOs again. Like you're talking about a select class of people, like intelligence agents, who are trained using like borderline mind breaking techniques, right? Like mm-hmm. when when I mean when you watch like fucking Full Metal Jacket, and you the whole first half of that movie is like these soldiers being programmed, right? That yeah. same shit happens in the CIA. Right, that same shit happens with Delta Force operators or whatever. Like, it, I mean, it, it starts before that. It starts with secret societies at Princeton, right? It starts with fucking Cotillion, mm. you know, when you're in high school or middle school or whatever. Like, you're not talking about a normal person, 
Mm-hmm. You're talking about people whose job it is and have been trained to maintain secrets mm-hmm. and to main and to like just look at the idea of counterintelligence, right? Yeah. Like controlling intel and strategically releasing and not releasing things to have a desired impact. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's not I, I, yeah, I don't I don't think that bureaucratic incompetence can account for I don't think it can account for it. Well, I think to an extent you would time, want to have like up to the nth degree of bungling or ineptitude embedded in the government right. and the police systems because deniability, right? Yeah, 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 you have a way to to yeah, yeah, yeah. deny it, but I wouldn't surprise me for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean like, I oh, mean, I wish I I should have just reread this whole book for this episode. But like how many serial killers reported having more than one person participate in their crimes, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Or was there evidence, right? Or like where, you know, people were killed in the same night far enough away that it's like either implausible or impossible for like one person to have committed a crime in, you know, at location A and location B, mm-hmm. right? And still. It's just lumped together. And I'm not saying that there's no degree of bureaucratic incompetence, but I, I think that Cade's point is solid, which is that, like, if you if you have an element of that, it's really good cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the... Oh, fuck. Oh, and I mean, I who was the guy in Texas? The Texas serial killer? Um, there were two of them. They were, like... Which one are you talking about? Sure, it's really. one of the earlier ones. Oh, like, I want to say can- late... The cannibal guy? Maybe Gaines or something like that. Ed, Ed Gaines. I don't think so. Let Ed me Google it real quick. Ed Gaines. Um, Texas serial killer. The fourteenth. Henry Lee Lucas. That's the one. Um. So Henry Lee Lucas, right, was caught and was. Uh, he confessed to around six hundred other murders after his conviction while in prison to the Texas Rangers and other law enforcement officials. Right, but what happened? That's stolen dollar, baby. He, no, it, it really is because the Texas Rangers would like take him from city to city, and take him to the local police department, and he'd be like, they'd have this log of uncleared cases, I and he'd this be like, guy, I, that one. <laughs> yeah, I exactly, that one. right, yeah, right. So you like, so you do have that element of it, mm. right? But in having that element, it provides cover for the shit that's actually like really sketchy about it all Mm -hmm. right or the other question too is like fucking lazy cops because i mean how frequently well right but they are encouraged to do what they do they just want to close case because right and then oh look how good and effective we are oh more funding right also do you get more funding if you have the entirety of america believing that there's just this organic spree of or like rash of murderers that just crop up right at the height of the CIA's shenanigans and last yeah, and, until... and I'm, I'm not saying that there is no no connection between CIA and serial killers. Right. I, I definitely think that the individuals that they are recruiting as quote unquote assets uh, are going to tend to be a little bit more deranged than your average right. everyday individual. At the same time, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a 
maybe my my third eye is just not quite open enough. Well, no, no, I I think I think I see what you're getting at, and like the thing to me, the thing to me, I definitely think that people are genuinely like there is generally lazy. I think there is a combination of those two things, but I think that like at this point, one has been like manipulated by the other to be more successful at covering itself up. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think too, and this is one of the things that's like really like hard for me when reading McGowan is like he goes through all of these cases and just meticulously is like here's an inconsistency here's mis- here's evidence that went missing here's where like the killer said that there was there were three people in the room and they only charged one and they the, yeah. the media narrative changed or whatever right mm-hmm. but like we don't have any like that I know of at least documents from the CIA or from the FBI or whatever Mm -hmm. acknowledging any of this. So like you just have to kind of like have all of this insanity in your head and like try to like make something coherent out of it. Right. Cause it's, Mm -hmm. and, and I think that like, that's because I would agree. Like I, if I had to guess and obviously like no investigation is perfect and obviously Mm -hmm. there are crazy people out there who kill a couple people, but right. I I don't think every person who's ever murdered somebody is related to the, right, right, the and that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Or yeah. it's like I don't think every all of the famous serial killers are, you know, like trained, groomed, right, and put mm. into service by the CIA. But like, eventually, with this like huge preponderance of evidence, it's like all right something weird is happening here like this isn't just lead this is like you know this isn't just a coincidence like there is something happening behind the scenes right and i think that's why mcgowan starts the book with the deep dive into the the more into the detroit the detroit stuff and and all of these other like international rings because as soon as you as soon as your scope of like what the cia is capable of or what? Not even the, what what Western intelligence is capable of goes beyond like just spying or like doing assassinations in the middle of the night in the Middle East or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all and and once you're looking at it as like okay, they are facilitating these networks of human trafficking, like things like the serial killers being affiliated with or a a a, a byproduct of intel. That becomes something that's within the realm of possibility, but it's not if you don't already have this certain like understanding of what their role is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And by I, I, like yeah, this became PTK hour over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, swimming pools. Well, no, 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 not yet. No, because oh. I d- I didn't want to tie it back to. Um, just a heads up, it's twelve thirty. I know, I know. <laughs> and we are at almost hour three right now, and I'm fucking killing myself. Um, in fairness, I think we have a pretty good discussion. I knew this yeah. one would be good. I thought this would be good. I did just want to tie it back to, just to make it obvious for the listener, like now looking at Manhunt, looking at the Mister Nasty figure looking at the link between Hollywood and this snuff film operation that's being distributed at least within the States, if not internationally, and is being protected by, 
you know, a corrupt police force and a private military contractor company, all of a sudden that stuff starts to look a lot weirder. For sure. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. A lot more like, all right, what, like, who were you talking to? Or what, what, like, where, you know, because I mean, when did program, when did this book get published? And I don't think that there was anything like this book prior to the publishing of it. Let's see. Well, it probably probably was. It's just behind a foil. Two thousand four, yeah, right. Uh, Two thousand four. So, you know, what? Like, maybe maybe Rockstar North just was tapped into the history of fake snuff films like Snuff and Cannibal Holocaust and mm-hmm. the August Underground trilogy. I mean, that came out afterwards, but like all these movies and and the aesthetic of the fake snuff film. But, you know, they've got a website where they're set up to distribute. Right. You know, like, I don't know. It's, it's... And again, I don't... Whether or not it was just, like, a bizarre coincidence or, like, something else entirely, I still don't know what what is the end game. <laughs> yeah. I, um. And I don't, it's just more, I feel like, because I, I mean, or, or I, I don't. Or is it early 2000s edgelord shit? Well, yeah, like, I, I don't know that the, the game is, like, in the same way that we have suggested that something like a Call of Duty game is, like, a, a you know, get ready to go to war. Right, programming. Pr- programming, like. I don't know that manhunt is necessarily like like the the first step in becoming a serial killer or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, or making snuff films. Uh, I just, yeah, I feel like just because it's like a, on such a weird thin line of like a real world stuff and B just being like over the top. It's hard for me to know what the. I just, I don't, like I said, question, it's a question mark. Yeah. I mean, I am it. And it was also pre. Into a thumbs down. Pre-war. Personally. Yeah. Question mark for sure. Like, you know, where did this come from? What, what was. No, being, yeah. I'm sure, know, I'm sure stuff, that there is but, more to it. I just, I just mean like. Yeah. I mean. I, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it's very opaque and it's hard to, to parse i think and i think that's still a lot of people's takeaway and i mean you can obviously with any video game there's you can go out and find the the gamer brain explanation of like why it is and what it means yeah to like player and player morality and stuff right um i just don't I, i don't i can't come to a final conclusion about it yeah and that way all right, but it's bad shit. I think Alex is giving us death eyes. Yeah, we can we Keeping can wrap it up. I am so fucking tired. Uh, me too. I'm usually up playing Elden Ring at this time. So. Oh shit. Um, swimming pool's full of blood. Um, I'm gonna go first on this. I I'm gonna give this one a. I'll say three out of five. Okay. Because I I don't I think that this game. 
kind of set the boundaries for what is and is not permissible within mainstream game culture. Right. And kind of bef- like pre-Modern Warfare 2, this was kind of like one of the high bars of like what is like right the, like this is kind of disgusting and, we, and in a way i think it still is i mean yeah. even modern warfare 2 like yeah but i mean has there been another uh mission like no russian right no i think i would say so that's, I, similar, I think that's, but... that's probably like the next next jump if you're looking at like right the increased levels of depravity within uh the video within games gaming, as a medium right, yeah. right. So, but at the same time, I don't think, I, I think this also, like, it, it was big enough to make a name for itself and to really scare the shit out of, like, you know, Tipper Gore and all, yeah, all these, right. like, um, individuals that are hell-bent on, like, regulating video games and other right. violent art forms. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, I I don't think that the story is compelling enough, or that there's hardly even a story. Yeah, or yeah. Or, or, or that the the concept is is like intriguing and fun enough to really get a whole bunch of people on board to quote unquote program them to kill. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's the, I I'm giving it middle of the road three. Yeah, I'll go like I'm gonna go four. I don't think that it's like regardless of what i think and i'm not 100 percent sure what i think i don't think that the intent of the game was to like kate said like you know be you know baby serial killers first blood right but i do think that it is like overwhelmingly like atrocious vibes Mm -hmm. and like i do i also think that oh the vibes are fucked yeah i also (laughs) think that like you you you're getting to a point where it's like, and I'm, you know, I like to think at least that I'm not like a Tipper Gore type censorship person, but like Manhunt is the kind of thing where like you really have to ask yourself like what, a, what is the purpose of this existing? Mm-hmm. Like best case scenario, you're doing a pretty shallow, like, you know, what does it mean to commit an act of violence in a game? Like, you know, to be incentivized by this system to, you know, perform digital violence. Like that's the best case scenario. Mm -hmm. And in doing so again, you're committing atrocious executions, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I'd give it a four. It's, it's a, it's pretty, pretty rough. I think I would give it like a, like, contextually i'd give it like a three but i think it's like a secret five (laughs) (laughs) like i don't yeah it's i don't want to like you know like agree with people trying to censor things uh especially art or whatever i don't know i think it's yeah i think it's a couple steps away from being something really horrible i mean i think it is something horrible i think that like I don't know if it was a combination of just the time it came out. Um, I'm just surprised that it didn't cause more trouble than it did. And I'm happy that it didn't, but I don't, I, yeah. I don't like it. And I don't, I think there's a reason that there hasn't been a really something made. I don't know much about the sequel, but I heard it's, it's terrible. It's really bad. But like, I don't think there's, I think there's a reason there hasn't been something yeah, made to the same level. And I don't think, I think if you tried to produce something similar, especially with 
the way games look now and how integrated they are in yeah. everybody's home so that it would be a, a different situation entirely. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't have anything positive to say about it. I think it's really weird that a bunch of little kids played it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to co-opt a uh, Jurassic Park quote here. Oh, yeah, which one? Yeah. Uh, your game developers were so preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think <laughs> if they should. Exactly. Yep, exactly. And I think it just raises a lot of questions about... Uh, I, I just... I don't... Yeah, it's just questions. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Um, do you guys want to do the JFK assassination simulator next week? At least it's short, but I don't know if I want to subject myself to that conversation. <laughs> we'll see. We'll touch base. We'll play it by ear, yeah. listener. This will be a mystery week. We'll post on Twitter. Honestly, at this point, Vlad just fucking nuke us. I don't what, give a fuck. What'd you say? I said at this point, just Vlad, Vlad nuke just us. nuke us. Nuke us, Daddy Putin. <laughs> Stop, Vladdy Daddy. <laughs> this isn't like you. All right. Well, that was really draining to talk about that yeah. shit. I'm I'm tired now. It's... It's like twelve forty six. Your haircut's gonna have to wait, my yeah. dude. I'll do that another day. Yeah. Um all right. Well all right, signing off. Alright. Bye bye. Thanks. It's another riveting episode of Mind Games. <laughs> I if, thought that was if, a if, rousing conversation. If frankly. you like this podcast, please uh Tell your t- friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yep. Tell your favorite local serial killer that may or may not be in cahoots with the CIA. <laughs> Throw us a good rating on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yep. That'd be cool. Send us your PlayStation 2. Yeah. CJ really wants one. <laughs> I would I would be forever in debt. Yeah. Or your benzodiazepines. <laughs> Send us both. We'll take whatever we can get. Oh, cool. Jesus Christ. All right. All well, right. We, should, we should say our, uh, our nightly bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.